Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast where we provide nourishment for the soul, allowing you to transform from the inside out, providing rapid results in mindset and fitness so you can recharge your battery and reclaim your power. Have you ever experienced the grief and pain of losing a loved one or a special pet or perhaps a job? Well, today I have a special guest and you're about to meet my friend, Jennifer Underwood. Jen is a driven and passionate entrepreneur and loves helping others transform their lives. And she's also an award-winning author. And we're going to learn about that book today. Um, We do talk about grief and its impact on health in this podcast today. And we also talk about ways to honor the love more than the loss. I'm going to repeat that again because that is a big message in this one. Honoring the love more than the loss. And you're going to walk away with some strategies to empower yourself in all areas of your life. So get ready for a power-packed interview. I look forward to hearing your top takeaways. Let's get to it. All right. Hey, my friends. I am, you are in a really, you're going to have a really great treat today because I have a great friend on, Jennifer Underwood. And I'm going to, we'll, we'll dig into how I met Jen. I'm so glad that she's on the Power Blast podcast. I'll tell you a little bit about her, but Jennifer, I want to welcome you here. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here, Perry. I I love that you asked me and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to spend the the next uh, little while with you here. Super, super pumped. We are going to talk about some uh, probably pretty intense stuff today um, that you'll want to lean into particularly if you're a pet lover. <laughs> um, we're not all, only going to talk about pets. So we'll talk about some other things, but I think the pets can really help you learn a lot of things. Uh, Jen is, she's a gratitude and abundance coach, a client enrichment en- enrichment coach with Kathleen Cameron through the Diamond Academy. I, that's actually how I met uh, Jen. Yeah. She's an entrepreneur and a multiple best-selling author. That's really cool. I didn't even know multiple. So that's really pretty neat. Um, yeah. How I met Jen, you know, we were, Hillary and I were were looking to, um, I don't know, there, there, there was like this part of, I don't know, it was part of live or some sort of thing that we were wanting to help our clients and really connect a lot of things within ourselves. And it just came at the right time to be a part of a community. And Jen was, is our, it not was, is our uh, empowerment coach. So um, that was just such a great ride. It still is so many neat people in there and we've learned and grown so much with, with ourselves. Um, Jen here, she, she's a driven, passionate entrepreneur, loves helping others transform their lives. And that's what we had. We had a major transformation. Yeah. And uh, just helping others gain confidence and uh, to be courageous, strong, abundant, and truly living a life of freedom. Yes, I, I had that written down. I, I had if I it sounded like I memorized it. I would say, man, that was really that was really solid. <laughs> I did want to make sure uh, that I covered everything because you do some amazing things. But um, and one thing we'll talk about today, is we want to dig in today because. Jen created a special journal after the loss of her soulmate child, her fur child. I want to make sure we know that uh, Presley. And uh, you even became a certified pet pet loss grief mentor or counselor. Yeah. Yeah. Pet loss grief mentor. Yes. So let's dig into some of this, some of this and the reason why, is because I, I, if any of any of you out there have lost a pet, you know that's a very very difficult time in life. Um, you you hope your pet just lives like forever, uh, forever. And um, you know we we lose that, and sometimes there's that that grief and that impact on your on your life. Um, just before we were talking, um, I was talking about the the loss of my German Shepherd. But Jen, just dig in a little bit. You know how. Yeah, you know, what was what was the journey there? And we'll talk about some other things, but let's just dig into, you know, what you went through with with Presley and how the the lessons that you learned going through that. Awesome, I will. Is your start start out with the tough stuff? So you'll be yeah. Well, then, you know what? Me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. First of all, I want to say it's such an honor to to know you and Hillary and watching your journey and growth um, in in our community has just been really beautiful. And then the friendship that we've 
we've made over this uh, year as well has been really, really beautiful. Um, right back to my birthday when you guys phone me on FaceTime and say happy birthday to me. So I really, really value um, that connection that we've made. Um, most of all, though, being able to, for you to reach out and ask me to be able to speak about, you know, pet loss grief um, is something that I really, really value because I want to bring it to the forefront that it's a real thing, that pet loss grief is a real thing. And it's, it's something that people, you know, really go through. And, you know, we're really, a lot of people are made to feel like you shouldn't be able to talk about it, that you shouldn't be able to grieve it. You, you should just get over it. You should move on. Are you going to get another dog? Are you all these feelings? And I'm bringing it to the forefront that it's okay to go through grief and um, heal through it and talk openly about it. I'm talking openly about it, no matter <laughs> what people think. So um, it's been part of my, my healing journey that I call. And um, so let me, I'll tell you a little bit about Presley for everybody that's listening, because yeah, he was my soul dog, just like you said, Perry. Um, I, I don't have children. I've never had children. Um, not that that means anything. Even people with children have strong connections with dogs, but it just kind of puts in perspective that he was kind of my everything. And I wasn't married at the point when I got Presley either. So, um, and Presley lived to 16 years and eight months. So he was almost 17 years with me. So he was like, he slept in my bed. He was with me in my car. Like he was everywhere, like almost like my shadow, like a piece of a piece of me, like a, a limb almost right. He, he did everything with me. So we had a beautiful, beautiful connection. He was a beautiful little guy, a Shih Tzu Maltese. And um, he lived a really good life. It was beautiful. So it wasn't that I didn't know his time was coming. It's just, I, I knew that it would be hard. But one of the things I'm really grateful for is that two years before, maybe a year and a half before losing him, I connected in a community where I met you guys too, um, really connected to my spirituality. And I grew through that by, by finding gratitude every day. And the day after I said goodbye to Presley um, or sent him to heaven, <laughs> I, um, I immediately went to gratitude, even th through my darkness and devastation, of course, I immediately knew I had to go to gratitude. And I just started writing out gratitude. And the weeks passed and, and I was like, there's something to this, this tool is helping me heal. Um, and other people need to learn to be able to heal and find gratitude through grief. And, um, but I remember one day sitting there and thinking of some of the tools that I'd learned um, in our community or coaching community. And I, I was like, I, I was feeling really, uh, what word can I use? I was in despair. I was, I was very sad, even though I was finding gratitude. I was like, there has to be something I can say to myself every single day to really help me through this. And I found this beautiful affirmation. And I know, Perry, you know what affirmations are because you, um, you know, work with them with your clients too, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, I found this affirmation and it was, I honor the love more than the loss. I honor the love more than the loss. And I printed that thing out and I stuck it to my fridge. So every day when I was, cause I still had to work, right? So when I was on my zoom calls or whatever, and I had these waves of grief coming or whatever, I'd be, I'd look at that print out and I'd be like, I honor the love more than the loss. And quickly I was like, I need to bring this to the world. Mm. And I was, I created a journal. I reached out to a publisher that I'd work with on a joint venture um, six months prior, a joint um, author project that I'd done. And I just said, this is my idea. This is what I'd love. And I, she actually had lost a pet when we were working on our past book together. And so I knew that she would relate to what I wanted to, to do. And it happened, her daughter's name happened to be Presley too. So there was a few, a few connections that were, um, it was, it was beautiful. Anyways, I reached out to her and I said, this is what I want to do. And when I put my mind to something, Perry, <laughs> you might notice, but when I put my mind to something, I kind of, I want it, I want it done and I want it done quickly. And I, I just want to go for it. Right. So I um, reached out to her and I said, 
this is what I want to do. I want to bring a gratitude through grief journal to the world. Mm -hmm. And can I have it done by May 15th? <laughs> she said, that's a, that's a little bit like aggressive as far as timeline. I said, but can it be done? <laughs> I wasn't asking if it, like, don't tell me it can't, how can we make it happen? Yeah. She said, if you can get this to me, this to me, we'll get it done by May 15th. May Beautiful. 15th was, was the day that I got Presley 17 years ago. So that was Presley's gotcha date. Okay. So that's why I wanted that date. It was released on May 15th of this, uh, sorry, of 22, 2022. Um, and it went number one on Amazon in five categories. Wow. So I'm really proud of that. It's a little legacy of love or big legacy of love that, mm -hmm. that will live on forever that I created for Presley, for me, for many other people. And I titled it Finding Gratitude Through Grief, How to Honor the Love More Than the Loss. So I put my affirmation there in the title. Right and, there in um, the title. Yeah. Yeah. And the beautiful thing, Perry, is though, even though I created it with the the loss of Presley, which was the pet. Um, what I realized is grief is grief. Everybody grieves. So I've had people reach out to me from all over the world who have lost spouses, who have lost children, so family members, people who have gone through divorce, women that have lost their breasts. Different, their grief is grief. There's different forms of grief. So the impact that this journal's having is greater than I even anticipated because I thought it would just you know help people through grief of a pet. Um, so How'd that make you feel when that happened, when, when you started realizing its impact, um, well, more, more grateful, um, honored that and, um, proud, mm. really, really proud. And I knew that this was a legacy of love that, that Presley was leaving on the world through, through something that we created together. So, wow. So I mean, this that's um, so cool <laughs> that that it, it's had such a wide range impact. But of course, it would. Now you've got a journal here. So why a journal? What you know? What what's the power of journaling? And you referred to affirmations and and gratitude. Um, and I, people hear about oh, it's Thanksgiving. Be grateful. You know that sort of thing. But you know yeah. what? What is this practice? I, and, and I'm going to say you know within this podcast, if anybody's been listening over the years, they know that that's embedded. That I've talked about journaling and affirmations and um, yeah. and, and uh, gratitude. But from you, so well for me, automatically gratitude. It 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 helped me kind of see, even though I was feeling a bit of darkness, it helped me see a little bit of light. I don't know if that sounds cliche, but um, it helped me feel the positive, like on the days when you're feeling, you're feeling the depths of grief, the waves of grief. And I, some, you know, I was grateful to be able to get out of bed. I was grateful to have a shower. I'm sure when people have lost, you know, family members they maybe had those feelings too so even grateful for being able to for the friendships the people reaching out to me just finding those little pieces of things to find it's not like you're going to be like hey the world is beautiful everything is great it's finding the little pieces of light through the darkness and that's actually it helped me uh, um i'll show you this i know that on a podcast people won't see it but you'll see it harry so the cover of the journal um, yeah, you have to hold steady because because it, it wants to. But I I am going to put this on video. This will go on YouTube as well. Oh, perfect. Um, so, perfect. Yep. So I know with my backdrop it looks a bit. Here, funny, your it, backdrop, the palm tree is coming through beautifully. Right. <laughs> this is the beam of sunlight coming in, and this is me standing on the shore where Presley used to run, and this is me wrapped in his blanket. Oh, so wow. this blank, this half of the blanket is wrapped around me, and the other half of the blanket we had wrapped around him that got cremated with him. So this is his, his Bucky, we call it his blanket, Bucky. I called it a Bucky when I was a kid. So anyways, anyway, so that's the beauty of this picture is that you're seeing the sunlight come in here. Mm -hmm. And um, so finding gratitude, oh, sorry, every day just gives you that hope every single day. Mm -hmm. And journaling is just a really beautiful way to put it out there. In there every day as I go through, I write an affirmation. I still do it. To this day, it's been 14 months since losing him, but you can journal every day yeah. 
the healing changes, the thoughts change, the feelings change, but journaling is still important. So I start out with an affirmation generally. So um, because I've been really working on working out, I talk a lot about my affirmations. I am strong. I am healthy. I'm an athlete. Um, I'm on a healing journey. I still am. So I, I write down an affirmation for myself. And then I write down five things that I'm grateful for. And I always make sure when I'm writing my gratitude that I'm really writing it in the present moment. Like I'm so happy and grateful now. I'm giving it feeling. I'm feeling it in the present moment. Not I will be happy. I will be grateful. I'm so happy and grateful now. I want to feel it in the in the moment. Yeah. And I just write down what I'm grateful for. So whatever that is that day you're feeling, if it is you trying to find the little pieces of light coming through, that's beautiful. But if if you've, you know, been through the journey and you've reached a different stage, it might be other things. You might be working on goals, you know, for your podcast or for your business or, mm -hmm. you know, through with relationships, whatever it might be, your goals will change as you go. And then I also have a piece in there about self-reflection, which I find really important every single day. At the end of the day, Perry, I always say, what did I do well today? Okay. What did I do well? And especially through the grieving and healing journey, what did I learn about myself through reflecting on that? So I, I did this. Wow. I was really good at this today. What did I learn about myself? So is this something I need to work on a little bit more or you are, you, you are a really strong person. You you've got this, you're healing, you know, whatever that is, what did you learn about yourself? So and then what, what did you do well? And then what did you learn about yourself through that part of it? it it's expanding, yes. expanding that more. Okay. Yep. Yep. Expanding it. And then what am I willing to implement towards this? So what am I willing to implement towards this awareness? So for example, um, I'll go back to maybe a stage in the grief. So what did I do well today? Um, I was able to, I went out for a walk and was able to go uh, walk the path that Presley and I used to walk on. Um, what did I learn about myself through reflecting on this? Reflecting on that, I'm getting stronger. The waves of grief still come, but I'm getting stronger every single day. And what am I willing to implement towards that awareness? So being aware that I'm healing, what am I willing to implement just to make sure that I'm continuing doing that on a regular basis? So that was just an example, but you can use that on anything throughout your day. What did I do well today? Yeah. So if you have a business or whatever it is, you can use those self-reflection um, statements or questions for anything. And they're really, really powerful. So I incorporated those in there. Um, and then also in the journal, there is a place where you can write a, a letter to the the person, the animal, the thing, whatever it is that you're grieving or that you've lost. There's a place that you can write a letter there. And then also some affirmations that you can reflect on and help you through um, as you go on that healing journey through grief. So, yeah. yeah. A few things come up for me right here and, and, and even thoughts. I mean, what, what a beautiful way to, um, to, to embrace the, the light, the love. And I think, you know, I know everybody's different when it comes to, to grief. And I, and I, th I have to say, you know, even when I lost my wife or I've lost pets, or I've lost the grief is different almost every time is like, uh, how I, I lose a coworker and I'm a sobbing mess at their funeral. I, my wife passes away and I'm stepping up and honoring and, and sharing, you know, it, it, so it, it, you, you move differently. <laughs> um, yes. I, yeah. and I think, I think time shifts differently. I don't know if that's for everybody that was, but that was my experience. And so I think just in, even in the pet world, because I, my, my uh, late wife and I, we co-founded a German shepherd rescue and in working with, you know, people that potentially going to either adopt or who had adopted and the, their pet had passed. Um, some people bury the, the grief. They, they almost, to a thing to, to where they don't even want to deal with it um, because it's too painful. And so what a beautiful way to, I don't want to say work through it, but to, to shift in just little increments uh, to find yeah. those bright because the pain is there because you, you had such a loving life 
<laughs> uh, with 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 your you know your uh, your pet that is like I don't want that to go away. You know, it, at least I'm speculating here with, with that. Yeah. At least that's what I my experience has been, and it's really it's just really um, beautiful that you've got a, a way that. I don't want to call it an outlet, but you know, it's no, it is for sure. But, and but, it, said but it is a, a tool yeah. and a resource and, and something that I think, you know, if anybody's listening to this and if you've ever, you know, whatever your loss has been, if you've found that it's just been something you wanted to ignore and bury and all sorts of things can be very, very challenging then moving forward and it can almost keep you stuck, but you're not, you don't know why. And when you yeah. use a, a, you know, a beautiful sh- journal like this, you know, even if you weren't to get super detailed, like you're writing your life story or anything, just little things that you notice within yourself, um, reflecting on pictures from the, you know, uh, moments, video, video is huge. <laughs> it, huge. It is for a lot of <laughs> so you're, you're looking at video and stuff like that. And at the time, yeah, there's, there's that sadness that, that pours through. But I, I think there's a beautiful point where, you know, things start to shift for you, where you're just, you're embracing the love more than the loss. Yes, so, for sure. You know, that, that really resonated with me with what, with what you said. And I, I, you know, for me, one of the things, it wasn't the journaling, but what helped me, I, I guess the, the, the thing for me, when, especially when I lost my wife, was how how can I stay in control when life seemingly spun out of control? Yes. And so, and and that that's happened with pets, especially if you suddenly lose a pet. But you know, even if you didn't suddenly lose a pet, there's that you know that's it's it's still very hard. Um, and for me, it was exercise that that I did. You know, I didn't know about writing gratitude, you know, out gratitude or affirmation or anything like that. It was just like what I can do is control me, my, my actions, yeah. things for me. And w- with this is it, it, had I known at the time, it would be my thinking, you know, how, how do I, what do I think about me and how can I um, maybe shift a little perspective? Um, not that I'm bearing anything, but, you know, seeing, seeing that ama- those amazing things. And that's why mm-hmm. when that time happened and we were planning the funeral, I'm like, this is not going to be your typical funeral. I'll tell you that right now. It's like people come in, whatever, they're going to sit down and they're going to chat and visit and laugh. And there's going to be tons of photos all over the place. And we're going to have a celebrate, you know, it was all this different thing, but it yeah, was, it was, celebrate. so I really resonate with what you created here because there are those moments. Yeah, we'll miss them, but they're within us. Yes. You know, and that's, if this had happened prior to my growth in spirituality and just recognizing that within myself, I don't know how I would have dealt, but I actually feel, I actually feel him in my heart. Yeah. So I totally, when you say that, right. And you know, when you talked about, you know, you didn't want to say working through it, but it is, it's, it's a journey, it's processing, it's working through it. And you used exercise. I used um, you know, my, my tools, like my affirmations and journaling, because there's so so many other things people could go in the wrong direction when dealing with grief, right? You know, yeah. I didn't, I wanted to, I even said to my family, I'm like, I want to make Presley proud. You know, you could go down the wrong direction and take really bad care of yourself and you go drink too much wine, whatever that it might be, right? But I said, I want to make Presley proud, you know, even though I, and, and it comes in waves, right? I still, 14 months later, I'll have a moment Oh yeah. I'll have moments where I I cry and I let myself feel it because those people that hold it in that it's not good for you either because you need to be able to express you need to be able to express your feelings and your um your grief you need to yeah so you know when you when you in my experience when you start suppressing it's not like I'm being a therapist or anything here but, but what I notice is when you start suppressing things then it's affecting your organs and it's affecting your cells and it's affecting your thinking and decision-making. And it's just a lot of things. And I know it's really easy to say when you're on the outside and you're not the one feeling it at the time, but you know, let, if anything, if you're listening to this, um, 
are watching this, you know, let this be uh, the awareness for you to, to pay attention to yourself when those things happen, because a lot of times we, we just get to where we want to ignore it and just move on to it. Find it, find a distraction. And it's really easy to find a distraction, whether it is the bottle, whether it is Netflix, whether it is, you know, going down <laughs> that path. And often when I tell my story um, about, you know, the day after, you know, or when, when we, all the funeral stuff and everything's all done, I found myself at a crossroads and I'm, I'm, I'm putting my hands out there as if there's a crossroads. Right. Um, but, I, I, but I found myself where it would be so easy to just give up, give in, you know, there, there yeah. are moments where, you know, I, you, you have some really dark, dark moments that, that end up happening. Um, you catch yourself hopefully, but it, it was, it was, it was boiling down to what, what is it within me that I can control? And there's a lot, but when you're, when you're going through like state of shock or through this slow motion water, it almost seems um, where everything's just kind of shifted on you. Sometimes it's hard to, it's it, hard to see, you know, what can you control? It's, it is yeah. the one day at a time. And sometimes it's just the next 10 minutes, what, what that means. But yeah. um, looking you know, giving yourself the opportunity to do do a little journaling or sit in gratitude or sit in just a, a loving memory of, yeah. uh, you know, going into some visualization, you know, yeah. I'm sure t- tears will well up and, and things like that. Um, but I, I just think it's really, really cool that um, when you're when you're aware of it, then you know that you can do something about it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you probably noticed this too in your journey, Perry, that, you know, even immediately after the loss, um, it's, I'm not going to say easy, easier right after than it is a, a, maybe a month after, because right when you have this loss, whether it's, you know, a, a spouse like yourself or a pet or whatever, you have this outpouring of support. You have people bringing you flowers and cards and meals and checking in on you and all of this kind of stuff. And then the month goes by and two months go by and you're still in these, this grief journey, but the people around you are not. So um, recognizing and knowing that you need to have tools like this because that, that those, that outpouring is going to change. And we want those people to realize too, to keep saying the, um, our dog's names, keep saying our spouse's names, keep whoever's law been lost is passed away, passed on, whatever you want to say, keep saying their names. Cause we want to hear it. We want to talk about it. Yeah. We don't want to not talk about it. It's not a bad thing. So yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're empowering yourself to be your, your own support system. And um, you just took me to a moment in the movie Coco. <laughs> have you seen that the disney one we where should... you know you got to talk keep talking keep the person's spirit alive because you know i don't know which one was it which movie coco it's a disney, oh, I disney see movie coco. oh i yeah, love yeah, oh, i love that yeah. movie. good movie um now i'm not gonna dig deep into there but it is and one one of the things you know i i, I still feel the presence of my animals the president of my the presence of my late wife um i don't even know i use the label late you know i guess to describe for somebody um but i i do when i need something i i can turn to there's no doubt when i screamed at the universe like you owe me and uh you know i'm never going to find anybody again that's this 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 you know not that i was looking for anybody anyway but and then Terry comes in or uh, Hillary comes into my life, you know, a few years yeah. later. And so there, there's things like that, but I will feel the presence of it's, it's interesting. You know, people might be listening to this and going, okay, Perry's kind of lost it, but no. like, I, mean, I will lay, I will lay on the bed and I will feel paw prints. There, there's a spirit there coming, come, walking over, laying down next to me. So um, Perry, I have a story. Yeah. <laughs> And, you, you know, if people are like, these two are out to lunch. That's fine. That's but okay. It, yes. <laughs> you you go ahead and think we're out to lunch, but keep listening. <laughs> so um, I was sitting on the couch 
and I had my my feet up on the coffee table, you know, as you do, you sometimes you rest them and and um we this was after losing Presley, but I was dog sitting um my my cousin's dog Jaxie, who I love. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um anyways, I felt a lick on the bottom of my heel, like just a little tongue lick. And I went, Jaxie, and I looked down and he was not there. He was over with Paul. Mm. I it it happened. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God. And I, I do. And it, it's, they say when you feel it or you see a out of the corner of your eye that yeah. they're there, that's their spirit. And I choose to believe it because why, why wouldn't I? Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to believe it? One of my, one of my colleagues visited me in my dreams last night. So that was really cool. Yeah. I didn't yell at him because he was going across the street. So yeah. there was that moment, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. And so the the journey with it with this journal and and so how did becoming a, a pet loss grief mentor um come about uh, you know and what what do you do for somebody with that so I, i've only just recently so first of all i i started taking a program because i was like i need to help myself too because because i just needed somebody to talk to about it and I found that this was, I'm like, there, there needs to be more people openly talking about this. So I dug in a little bit to it and I was like, wow, I can really help people because I've been through it mm-hmm. and not saying I've grieved more than anyone else or whatever, but I know the the relationship, I know the bond, the, the, the soul feeling of being connected to an animal, losing them. I know that I could help somebody and I could listen to somebody. I can't say I know how you feel because we all feel differently. Mm. I know what you're going through. No, we all go through it differently, but I'm here to listen. And I'm here to listen until you don't need me to listen anymore. Right. Mm. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I do um, one-on-one coaching or mentoring with them Mm. um, as long as they need, whether it's one month, three months, and sometimes people you're not going to recognize it right away like oh i need to go look for support it might even be a month or two yeah. later and you're like hey i there's no right or wrong time of healing but you might realize hmm, that i maybe i need a little bit more support than than what i i can do for myself um so i have people that maybe need a month or some might need a year but um it's a one-on-one support um through calls and um and my journal and it's just that support that they need um, on their journey. So a little, again, a little legacy of love is called pet loss, grief, mentorship, finding gratitude through grief Yeah. based off my journal. So I'm really, really proud of it. That's excellent. Yeah. What, what would you say are the biggest lessons you learned from Presley? Oh boy. Well, I guess because I had him almost 17 years, I was in my, geez, how old was I? <laughs> 48 now, Perry. I guess I was in my early 30s. Um, he taught me, oh, geez, well, about love for sure. I mean, I'm married now. Um, and But Presley was the only man that was in my life ever that long, besides my dad. So that's, you know, I have a beautiful family. But Presley taught me about commitment. Mm. It's a commitment to have a pet. Taught me about love. Taught me about um, unconditional love taught me about responsibility taught me about loss now so he's still teaching me yeah taught me about loss taught me about healing and something i was aware of i didn't wasn't as aware so when he was alive he was not officially an emotional support dog but i did i've never told you this perry but i've had in the past struggled with anxiety I wouldn't say depression, anxiety. And, um, but I didn't realize till after he was gone that every time I was anxious, I used him to calm me down. Mm. So then as I'm going through this journey of loss without him, I needed him to help me through that. So he's still teaching me now because now I've learned how to deal with anxiety in other ways besides almost addiction of needing him to help me now it's, I know it's within me to help me through that. And I, so I'm grateful every day that he's taught me that, that 
I'm aware that I, I have the power within me to, to work through things and deal with things um, through my mind, through things that I do now without him here physically. I, th- I think that's beautiful. And um, th- that was one of the, that was one of the podcasts I had done when I had lost Owen was all these lessons that I had learned that and, and, and I'm going to encourage you out there. Um, if you if you're if you've got a pet, let's let's stick with pets, but it could, it could be, you know, lessons you would learn from your children and, and things like that. Things that we don't often pay attention to is like oh, I'm learning this lesson now, you know, from my pet, I'm being taught. It's not that it's, but embracing and becoming aware of the things of how you feel or how you behave or just even how their behaviors are and the impact that they're having on their lives. And that, that you, if you're really paying attention, um, that, that there, there are some amazing life lessons there um, that if you embrace them, and expand on them, then then you've got just amazing growth, and it, all of a sudden life is even more abundant, and you know it's it's just ever expanding. And so that that was one of the big things with um with Owen, and I, I was sharing with Jen before we were talking. Um, Owen was a very sick dog, and we it was just, he stumped everybody not, not knowing what he had, and it wasn't until after probably three, uh, probably like five or six blood tests that Cornell university had identified it, but everything, all the, all the stress that we went through in like taking him to Washington state university in, in Washington and, and actually flying a vet from New York city who I actually met because I drove Owen from Wisconsin to Philadelphia to have a procedure. Well, Beautiful. he was the guy. And so we flew him over there. So through all of that, just the relationships and the the joy and just the I don't know what his the, how he did it, but people when they just met Owen, they just like oh my gosh this dog and I don't know I mean it's like he must have had just such an incredible energy. Of course, I would always say that because he's my dog, right? But um, you know he's. He's hoeing, you know, but when other people are feeling it, so you, you, you know, if you're paying attention and you can do it where it's not like, oh, now as I reflect and I'm missing my pet and I'm, I'm grieving, but if you can take the time now as you, in, in the, your pet days, whether you're starting with puppies or you're, um, or you're going through with, um, you know, a, a senior pet, you know, take, take the time to, you know, really lock into that. I, I think that's, that can be some really cool things. And should you have a journal like Jen's here, well, then you can get that down and really now, now you've got not just a bank of videos and photos on your phone, but oh, you've gosh, got it, you've so got it on the inside and it can magnify so many other things in your life, whether yeah. it's to do with another pet or a career or the other relationships or things that you want to achieve. I mean, listen to what Jen just did here and the lessons she learned from Presley and she's connecting with people all over the world and making an impact, you know, this way. Had yeah. she I, want, just... I want people to know and feel comfortable being able to talk about it. No matter what type of grief you're going through, just talk about it. It's, mm. and yeah, I, it's so important. So, so important. Yeah. So important. So is there, a, it's been, you know, um, a little bit of a time. There was some news that you dropped on social media the other day. <laughs> What's going on? Okay, so so it's been 14 months since um, Presley left this physical world. That's the way I like to say it. Um, and, you know, of course, people that don't know what to say, they're like, oh, you're going to get another dog? Like, I'm talking the next day. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't ask people the next day. Mm-hmm. Don't send them pictures in Messenger about, um, you know, different dogs they can rescue. Yeah. I'm saying, oh, you'd be such a good fit. Yes. Yes, I would be. <laughs> but I'm not ready, right? Yeah. Um, and I I would say, you know, I might never be ready. Maybe I'll never want another one. Mm-hmm. And because um, I, I was like, why would I ever want to feel this way again? Because you're going to get one and you're going to lose it, right? <laughs> this is me in the negative space. Mm-hmm. Like, 
why would I want to feel this way again? Yeah. As I've um, worked through my healing journey and then um, really, I, Perry, you know this, I've really focused a lot on my my mental health and my, so besides all the tools I use, the journaling and all that, I've really incorporated, you know, good diet, exercise for the last, uh, say, six months. I, I don't know the exact time, but, um, and it has helped me exponentially. And mm. it's so important for mental health. Through that, I'm like, wow, this cloud is lifted. I'm like, my healing has sped up. So whether it's that plus the combination of the time passing or whatever, um, even up until two months ago, you know, people say, oh, are you ever going to get another dog? And I would be like, no, I'm just not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Not ready. So it went from, no, I might never to, I'm not ready to, yeah, we probably will one day, but I just don't know when, you know, it just changed how I was feeling. And then just one day I said to Paul, like three weeks ago, I was like, I think I'm ready. He said, I think we are too. And, um, so, (laughs) um, I found a little girl. We're going to, there's a story to this. Do we have time, Perry? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Podcasts are about stories. That's, that's the deal. Right. Yeah. We, so we talked about it and, you know, obviously, because when I got Presley 17 years ago, um, I was I was single. I didn't have Paul, so I didn't have to ask. Obviously, I have to check with my husband. You know, I feel we're ready. He said, we're ready. We're ready. But I think he thought, okay, well, we're ready. But, you know, might be six months from now. <laughs> but as soon as he said, Jen's ready, it kind of expediated. Anyways, um, I started, I said, well, why don't we talk about what we both foresee in a dog? Like what traits do you want right I didn't want to say oh this is what I want I wanted to kind of hear we both talked it through and decided maybe it'd be best to uh, look for a little girl so it's different than Presley um um I think it took me a while because I never wanted Presley to or me to feel like I was replacing Presley but I do know there's that beautiful saying and I love it that you're never replacing them you're just expanding your heart right you're expanding your heart to allow little love in again and so I'm really looking at it as that. And I think Presley would be really, really happy for us. So anyways, we're getting a little girl. She's a uh, Shih Tzu Maltese Yorkie. She'll be about 10 pounds. She's gonna, so we wanted her to be different than Presley, but still little because she's going to travel with us. Anyways, her name, we're going to name her Sunny with an I. So S-U-N-N-I. Sunny. So reflecting back to what I talked about in the beginning about that little bit of sunlight coming in again. And your journey, that light, that hope, that love, that, ah, there's that sunshine. I'm feeling the sunlight come in again through, you know, through grief. That, um, so that's what It's reflected on the cover of your book. Exactly. Exactly. So her name is Sunny and she will be arriving on Valentine's Day. Um, So we'll pick her up that day to start our lives together. Poetic. That's that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that you uh, would be happy. Yeah, who would, yeah, going into your imagination and saying, well, let's, who would be our ideal soulmate dog right now that uh, could come into our lives? And <laughs> wow, very, very cool. I'm yeah. so happy for you guys. And of course, we'll be able to see all the pictures on social. <laughs> yes, I do. You're going to run out of film. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Well, I said, I sure wish that the, like the amount of likes and comments I've gotten. And I'm like, I sure wish I got that many comments and likes on business posts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Got a workshop coming up. Come on now. Light up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, yeah. One more thing. I mean, how has, uh, so the last, you know, that's one thing I I did notice was, um, I think you and I had talked maybe this summer or something like that. We were talking about, you know, just getting that momentum into, you know, some sort of exercise routine, some sort of thing. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, whether you're going through something or even just deciding to start, sometimes it's the start that gets to be a challenge and hit and miss stuff. But the one thing I've noticed over the past several months is you're, you're going over and over. I mean, you're, you're, really consistent with it how's that going for you and what what sort of things have you noticed for yourself so when I I went through the motions of like uh, I feel like this cloud isn't lifting quite as 
Mm. Not like I said, there's no time frame, but I felt like it should be lifting a little quicker than it was. And I'm like, I need to do something. We moved into this beautiful new condo and in our building, there's a gym. And I was like, well, let's just start going to the gym. And I got Paul to start going with me, which is really great. And um, within the first week, I was, I was, you know, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go, you know, three days a week, start out gentle and slow. It doesn't, I don't have to go kill it. You know, Um, it was more focusing around mental health. You know, it wasn't about um, weight loss or anything like that. It was about mental health. And I recognized very quickly the difference. And as soon as I noticed that, I started, so now I go four to, well, I say four to five times, but it probably ends up being five to six times. Um, But it's, it's so important to me now. And I have a full focus on health and longevity. It's about health. It's about feeling good so that when things come up in your life, you're going to have contrast in life. You're going to have grief. You're going to have loss. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to be your strongest version of yourself to be able to cope and deal with things. So you can, you know, because it, it happens, it's life. So now I knew how good that felt. Now all the, there's so many beautiful things that happen along the way. I'm feeling good. I'm releasing some weight. Um, but feeling good is the most important thing for me. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really, really good. And um, I'm just ready to to move on to the next chapter of my life and and um, continue this journey, continue the journey for sure. Yeah, it's every every friend of mine one time said to me, every decade, better and better. And it's like, you know, embracing that, you know, um, a lot of these things are within our control to make life so amazingly awesome. Yes, <laughs> um, yeah. It, there, there are many distractions that can really, like you said, contrast or, you know, make things a little more challenging or complicated or whatever. Yeah, and, it's life, you know, right? And, and, that, and that's what, what I strive to do is to help somebody recognize that they're putting their energy in the wrong, not the wrong spot, but in a spot that's not serving them. And so uh, to where they want to be, where they say, they verbally say they want to be and go, yet looking at the 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 immediate what's going on the busyness usually the overwhelm and it's like you know what it just taking these little things like gratitude and journaling and just getting into moving your body um and and really making yourself a priority every day in those ways the outer world and all those other conditions that have been you've been saying they're holding you back they start to shift and so I can tell you that all day, but you've got to, you've got to experience it yourself. That's the thing. And so I applaud you for, for coming to that realization because a lot of times we can read the things and we can see the proof in front of us, but until we're actually in it, um, that's, that's when we start to feel the shift and notice the things. And be, and then we're like, ah, I yeah, I had this awareness, Perry. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to cry anymore. Mm. <laughs> it's okay to cry a little bit, but I'm like, this is, I don't want, I don't want this feeling anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to make Presley proud. I want to make me proud. And that exercise has helped me so much. And so it's a lifestyle now. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. It, keep embracing that. And it's just like, this is, this is who I am now. This is, this is the the way I um, do things. Exactly. It, it will be, so incredible on all the things that you go in the you know for your not only your life and the people you impact um exactly will be magnified as well well yeah. jen I, I so appreciate you coming on here uh, on the power last podcast how can people you know where where can people either learn more about you or find out about the journal or whatever i mean i'll post these links into the show notes but for somebody that's just driving along doesn't have a note pad whatever and just wants to remember where can they yeah. find you awesome thanks for asking Perry you know I have a really easy name to remember so if you're driving and you need my name's Jennifer Underwood if you look on Amazon and you look up Jennifer Underwood my book's going to appear okay really easy um Perry will make sure you have the link so for Amazon as well but you can also find I love social media I'm on Facebook under Jennifer Underwood um and then I'm on Instagram Jennifer underscore Dawn underscore Underwood um, okay. So I'll make sure that Perry has this so you can connect. And I love to connect 
if you want to have a chat to, if you if you're dealing with with um some type of pet loss grief and you want to chat then let's let's have a chat i'd love to support you on your healing journey as well it's about perry and i met in the community and it's about creating a ripple effect and helping people around the world in our own special ways and our own journeys and that's what we're both here to to do for anyone that's out there listening to this perry i'm so grateful for you and for giving me this platform to talk openly about it i'm really really grateful Oh, so honored to have you on here. And just for those of you that have held on this long, and if you're on the watching on YouTube, Jen is not sitting on the beach in some sort of tropical island that is like a Zoom background. Jen, where do you live? I'm in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. There's snow out my window. This the beach is my manifestation. So this is where I live in my in my mind. That's right. That's right. Hey, <laughs> Hillary and I used to live in Calgary and we were just talking beforehand and we got to get up there. Yes. Come visit. All right. Well, thank you so much. So glad to have you on here. And I, I'm sure that everybody got amazing value from this. Probably we'll go back and listen to it again. So Awesome. Thank you so much, Kurt. That's another Power Blast podcast in the books. Thanks so much for tuning in. And remember, when you are ready to recharge your battery, make sure you go to TalkToPerry.com. That's TalkToPerry.com. That's P-E-R-R-Y. And I want to listen. I want to hear, you know, what's going on. I want to help you in that 15-minute call to recharge your battery and reclaim your power so that you're off and running and creating massive momentum toward your dream. Also, every day... I am delivering more motivation, support, tips, and strategies inside my free community with amazing people uh, like yourself. And we are conquering the mindset and the fitness. I do 52 weeks of free training in there. Plus, I coach and I mentor people as well as give you access to tons of resources and guides. Just head over to UpsideDownFit.com and you can get into the group. And hey, you would be an awesome friend. If you get over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave an honest rating and review for the Power Last podcast, it helps awesome people like you find this show even faster. That's all I have for this week. I'll see you on the next Power Blast podcast. And always remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week. <laughs>